Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you with us this week. So one of the things that I love about my job is finding the unusual things about agriculture. And this particular group, organization, location hit my radar a few years ago, and I'm just kind of holding on to it. You know, when you think about agriculture at the college level in Indiana, you say Purdue. Some people think of Ivy Tech. Some will think of Huntington. And I've talked with all of them. But probably you're not going to put Indiana University, IU, on that radar anywhere. But yet that's exactly where I am. Right now, I'm on the Bloomington campus speaking with James Farmer, the associate professor from the O'Neill School of Public and Environmental Affairs and also the director of the IU Campus Farm. James, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good morning to you. Great. So real quick, tell us a little bit about your ag background and how you, know, what, how you got from where you came from, which is a funny story too for our listeners to hear, uh, for your location where you grew up, to where you are now. Well, so I originally grew up in Fountain City, Indiana, and um, I, th- I think probably that had one of the most uh, significant experiences <laughs> on my interest in agriculture and uh, growing up and being in 4-H and FFA and, and messing around playing and then working on people's farms. And so um, I, that, that, that really had a, a significant influence on, on my interest in I thought I was going to go to Purdue, and um, I was convinced by folks that I would never find a job in ag education, and so I, so I ended up going to IU instead, and then um, my first job out of undergrad was teaching ag ed uh, over in Columbus, Indiana, but um, so that's sort of like sort of early life experience, how I got interested in it, and then when I was in uh, you know, grad school, I started doing research on food systems, mainly local food systems, farmers, markets, CSAs, and mm-hmm. things of that nature, and um, uh, so that, that was er, er, early experience and what got me involved. So, and then you end up, what got you to IU? What was that hook or what was that occurrence and how did you find out about that? What got me to IU was, yeah, in my undergrad, I obviously developed a passion for the place and the space and, you know, Brown County and the, and the state forest, the mm-hmm. state parks. And, and so it was a place that I, I really was keen on living. Um, and so when I moved to West Virginia and then I uh, had an opportunity, had a great job at Earlham College um, that was just a, a short-term gig, um, then had a job for an opportunity for a permanent job back here at IE Bloomington. And so uh, I took that opportunity and, and was able to get involved and, and help start some exciting uh, uh, programs here for students. Now, speaking of programs, you and I were talking a little bit before I started recording here, and you know, it, this still is just blowing my mind that there's opportunities for kids to study agriculture areas and career areas and degree type paths here at Indiana University. And so what are some of those things that students could be studying here that they're not aware of maybe? Yeah, and, and I don't want to confuse people. Like You're not going to come here if, if, um, and say, you know, I want to study agriculture, per se, in a very traditional sense. If, right. if Maybe you want to study food systems or you mm-hmm. want to stay, uh, study components, maybe the social, cultural aspects around agricultural or agrarian systems, or maybe it's even a specific type of uh, biology or, 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 or plant ecology. That might, that might fit well. So we have um, a Bachelor's of Arts in Environmental and Sustainability Studies with a Sustainable Food Systems concentration. In the geography and anthropology departments, there, there are a lot of uh, ways to concentrate your, your interest in agrarian or food culture or food studies um, or the, sort of the bioanthropology behind mm-hmm. food. In our master's in the, the O'Neill School of Public Environmental Affairs, there's a concentration um, in sustainable food and, and agri-systems. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways you, you can get at this. 
um, none of them are the traditional horticulture or, right. or livestock science, right. but it, it, it's for people that may want to work for, uh, at NRCS or mm-hmm. people that, that, that are interested in um, working within maybe the emergency food relief system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a, a lot of students, that's where I see them going into, or maybe it's a municipal government that's also working with farmers markets, mm-hmm. community gardens. So it's a, it's a different angle, but you know, an important one. Right. So not so much on the production ag or the ag technology, more, more of the ag business, ag policy side of things, right? The policy side or um, human dimension side, mm-hmm. um, sort of more, more yeah. that, that social human dimension side of things. Uh, and, and which, you know, it, we have a great time collaborating with folks at Purdue and, and elsewhere, but, you know, we give each other a, a hard time. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So one of the things I'm curious about, and I didn't talk to you about this ahead of time, so hopefully I'm not stumping you and I'm not looking for exact answer unless you've got it but what's the number of students involved in that look like are we talking like a dozen are we talking hundreds or what what's a rough idea of student involvement i would say between the like students working on the various bachelor's degrees or minors or certificates to master students or doctoral students uh, several hundred. Um, okay. I mean, I, I, I significant. Don't, yeah, it's a significant significant number. And, yeah. you know, I my classes seem to fill, and my colleagues. I talk to those folks in um, anthro or geography and, and you know sociology and elsewhere history, and their their classes are you know you know populated quite well. And um, just seeing seeing and, and and working with students on internships and and uh, internal ones and external yeah. ones. So the, the food systems and, and food and agrarian issues are. are are popular and important across the board, no matter what field you're working in. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's going on on the campus farm itself. But we'll be right are back. Are you receiving the correct cash rent? Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. Contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com. All right, folks, we're back again. Scott Caldwell talking with James Farmer. We are on the campus of Indiana University. James is the director of the IU Campus Farm as one of his roles. James, tell me about the farm and what's going on here, like the size of it and the scope of things that you're doing here. I was, I was laughing about that first. I'm like, well, it's November. Not a lot's going on right now. But, uh, <laughs> it, 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 the bigger concept but, uh, of what's going but, on. Yeah. But um, the, uh, you know, the farm is about seven acres. We're, we're fortunate to have a great community partner with Bloomington Restorations Incorporated, and we lease the land off of them. It's a historic farm in town. So we lease about seven acres, and we have about three tillable acres for high tunnels um, and, and, and a space there to explore, to experiment, to grow, to produce anywhere from you know, traditional Indiana crops from, from green beans and, 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 to, and tomatoes to uh, you know, all sorts of, of greens and kale and, and you know, name anything in, in the cabbage family. 
um, to indigo uh, that we're producing with a fine arts professor that they use it in a textile class. They, they, they dye and then they use that, uh, the, the textiles in their uh, weaving program. So it's a it's very diverse um, a set of activities that are happening there mm-hmm. from student engagement in clubs to community engagement and then uh, yeah, food sharing throughout. Yeah, and where you guys first came on my radar was sitting on an ISDA grant for specialty crops, and IU was looking for money to help support a research project with high tunnels and I think cantaloupes and well, yes, that. And so, so that was that was a really cool thing, and and I opened it to our entire committee who were all involved in agriculture, and we went, wait, what? <laughs> I think that was the general reaction right there. It was just complete shock. But that's so cool that you guys are doing that. And I love the idea of the collaboration as well. Like you talked about the art department and making the indigo and doing all that. Um, so as far as the food that's produced there, what is the end goal with all of that? Well, 90% of the food, I, I'm, 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 I'm yeah, sort of ballparking 90%, goes into the emergency food relief system either on campus or off campus. So, uh, you know, nationally, 40% of undergrads will experience food insecurity at wow. some point in time. Um, and, and so we have a couple of food pantries that that food get, uh, goes into. We also, uh, um, you know, work to get it into the community uh, food emergency uh, system at uh, food pantries, Mother Hubbard's Cupboard, uh, the People's Open Pantry, etc. So most of it goes there. We do sell a little bit in order to raise funds to, you know, buy inputs for next year, seed, okay. and what have you. Yeah. And before we were also talking about some of the research that's going on there. And you mentioned soils and mosquitoes and all kinds of stuff. Talk to me about those things. I mean, the, the research is pretty eclectic. Uh, we've had Heather Reynolds in biology looking at different mulching systems for tomatoes, uh, tomato production on small farms. Um, to the indigo production, uh, we've done soil testing in and outside of high tunnels. And, and the project uh, was supported by the State Department of Ag. And then um, we also have worked with uh, some environmental health faculty members, and they were collecting mosquito larvae all summer and determining that we have most mosquitoes in Indiana on the farm itself, looking at uh, <laughs> yeah, mosquitoes from a disease transmission uh, perspective. So it's a, it's, a, it's a space that students use for research, faculty use for research, and the community engages in. And, and that is so cool. And, and one of the reasons I wanted to be able to talk to you was you know, just to share that. Like I said at the beginning, we know some of the colleges here in Indiana – People know some of the colleges in Ohio, and that's my goal is to talk to some of those lesser-known programs that have significant stuff going on. And that's so cool to hear about what it is uh, and what you guys are doing that because definitely having an impact on the agricultural industry, and that's so cool. Now, I'm going to get you a bit of the big one here. Okay. Before I let you go, I have to ask you the same thing. I ask all my guests at the end, what's one thing you wish you had known when you were younger? I wish I would have known that were there were a lot of op, a lot more opportunities in agriculture than I had the idea that were out there, and so I, I think um, it, it's a it's a absolutely vital area um, for people to learn about and engage in, and so um, you might look at it from traditional perspective and not see yourself there, but I think if you scratch the surface a little bit, you can find a home. That's awesome. If you guys want to learn more about what's going on here, uh, you can email them. If you just go on to the internet, and for me, what I did is I just looked up Indiana University School Farm, brought up the page, had the contact info right there for them. I think that's probably about the easiest way, is my guess. I don't know, is there an easy web page? You can email me at jafarmer at iu.edu. Yep, and literally his last name. Seriously, folks. It doesn't get much better than that, right? 
So, all right. Well, hope you had a good time listening to a new aspect of agricultural education opportunities that are going on and supporting the ag industry. Uh, so, folks, have a good week. Make sure you take time to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. We'll talk to you next week.